Everyday Saints Project, episode 004. I'm Sean Hornsby, and you are listening to a podcast created to encourage other believers to develop and tell their story of life and faith. Hopefully you have heard the previous episodes, so this whole thing will make a little more sense to you. But if you haven't, I encourage you, go back and give them a listen, please. Uh, you'll you'll meet some neat, uh, some really great people in this community that I live in here in Monroe, Louisiana. And you will also uh, just hear some folks who have taken some time to develop their story, what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ, and what it means to um, to have a story to tell, to to talk about their faith and what Christ has done in their life, and and to be able to share that with others. And so we're going to change gears a little bit this episode because I'm talking to a couple of young people, these two sisters. Annie and Amelia, who have not had a chance to tell their story. They've not sat down and really thought about what what their story should be or what they can, because they're still writing it. They're still figuring it out. They're still living it, as many of us are, but uh, they have a lot less uh, experience. But it's the very experiences that I got to witness that I thought would be a great sort of micro or mini episode. And so I want you to hear this because I think it's crucially important for us in the church to take young people like Annie and Amelia and countless others and help them see the value in what they do for the kingdom of God because they have an opportunity to not only help others but to influence their friends, their family, and and just uh, the, the people who may not even know, uh, who may not even know them but who are watching from afar. And this is so true for all of us. And so these two young ladies, they'll introduce themselves. And even though they're a little shy and their voices get a little quiet at sometimes, uh, don't miss that moment that's going to come up, you know, about halfway through or a little close to the end, where they reveal what I think is just a great theological truth uh, about grace. And I'm not going to kind of give it away, but just listen to the way that they talk about why they do what they do. And and you'll just you'll understand that they get it on a level that's probably uh, very simple and and very childlike. And it's a way that you and I should probably look at what we do for the kingdom of God. So thanks again for listening. Uh, Everyday Saints Project. I'll have a little bit as we have a recap on the other side of this. But uh, just enjoy this short conversation with Annie and Amelia. They're great young ladies that I've had a chance to get to know and look forward to watching as they grow and serve and love God. Here we are, Everyday Saints Project, and I am excited to have, well, I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but there are two sisters who are doing some cool work uh, just as a part of their love for God and their love for neighbor, and they'll tell us a little bit more about this project. Ladies, why don't you introduce yourselves to the Everyday Saints uh, community? Hi. Um, my name's Annie Hunt, and that's my sister Amelia. Hi. <laughs> smiles, smiles all around. <laughs> cool. Okay, so Annie, tell us something about yourself. Uh, what what makes you a different kind of Annie from all the other Annies that we might meet out there? Uh, I really like Dolly Parton. You really like Dolly Parton. That's cool. Okay. And I love soccer. You love soccer. I'm going to go back. What's your favorite Dolly Parton song? Islands in the Stream. Islands in the Stream. And she sings that with who? Everyone. No, but didn't she have like somebody she sing that with? In, uh, in a duet? Mm-hmm. 
Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. That's right. Okay, cool. Very good. And you play soccer. Mm-hmm. And you recently uh, had a rough soccer week, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I rolled my ankle, and then it got worse, and then I got a concussion. <laughs> a concussion. Ouch. Okay. Um, you haven't been driving, have you? <laughs> okay. Now, how old are you, Annie? Thirteen. Thirteen. Awesome. So glad that you are here to share with us. Now, you you introduce your sister, but she has a cool voice of her own. Amelia, how old are you? Eleven. What makes you awesome? What do you like to do? Uh, well, I like to play soccer, and um, I like to play soccer. You like to play soccer. Okay, what position do you play? striker and sometimes goalie oh really I played a little bit of goalie keeper and and had fun with that um do you ever run out and like take people out when they're trying to score you run out and slide into them and stuff yeah isn't that kind of the best mm-hmm. yeah do they get mad at you when you do that uh not really they just hurt me they hurt you yeah. oh, we got to work on your slide okay mm-hmm. all right so uh do you give people concussions uh, no, not yet. All right. So, well, somebody gave your sister one. I, I want to meet that person. They must be tough. Okay. Well, cool. Well, uh, you you two young ladies are doing something pretty neat that when I, I, I heard about it last year, and then I saw again this year that you were doing it, and it's kind of a Christmas project that you've done for how many years now? Three. Three years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell folks what this Christmas project is. And, and a little bit about, you know, what it's become over the years. We're making um, Christmas bows to go on your presents. And um, we sell them, like, at a dollar a piece. And what do you make the bows out of? We make them out of cardstock and little toppers, like, cute Christmas stuff, like, you hot glue in the middle. Okay, you hot glue them. So they all look the same? They're all... All of them are different. Oh, I love it. I, and, and I'm joking. I've seen your bows. And so you have, like, it's hard to find two that are the same, right? Mm-hmm. So everyone is like its own original creation. Yes, yeah. Different shape. Mm-hmm. Different paper. Different paper. There's all different kinds of paper and pattern. So do you have some favorites that you've made over the years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. What, what's, what's been <coughs> some of your favorite colors and things I you like use? I the ones with the pine cones in the middle. The pine cones, all right. There's baby pine cones, and they go in the middle. I've seen the little baby pine cones. Okay, very cool. All right. Amelia? Well, there's like the um, an iridescent paper, and in the middle we put like um, a cork in the middle, and they're cute. Very cool. Okay. And so you sell these for a dollar a piece? Mm-hmm. Are they all the are are they all just a dollar? Do you sell some for more or some for less? Or? They're all a dollar. All a dollar. And then and then so you do this throughout the season. How many bows did you do? Well, how many seasons have you done this? Three. Three seasons. You said that. Okay. And has has the number of bows you've done each season grown or stayed the same? Yeah. Or? Yes. Well, sir. we started off and we made like two hundred dollars. And then, so you made 200 bows. Yeah, and then it got to 400 last year, and this year we made $1,000. Oh, my goodness. We used <laughs> to sell them for 50 cents, so we had to, like, double the bows. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so the first year 
You did $200, but you were selling them at 50 cents. And then we were told that we could sell them for a dollar. Okay, you, you got an audience. <coughs> you, got a, you got some customers mm-hmm. built up, and so you sold them for a dollar. You know? mm-hmm. So you sold like 400 bows the first year. Yes, oh, yes. And we sold like over, so we sold over a thousand because in the beginning we we were like just selling them for fifty cents. Oh my gosh! Okay, so the first two years you sold them for fifty cents. Mm-hmm. I mean, like half of this year. Oh, or last year. Okay, and then and then finally you went up to a dollar a bow. Yes. Okay, and so each year you've made some money off this. What have you tell folks? This is kind of the neat part. This is what got my attention. What do you girls do with the money? It well, it it's different every year. Like first year, Amelia, uh, there was a there was some like kids at a school, and the principal we asked her like what we could do, and she was like, "You can buy them Christmas gifts because they didn't have enough money. Like their parents didn't have enough money to get Christmas gifts." So Amelia and my mom went to Walmart and got like hundred dollars worth of stuff for the kids. Very cool. Okay. So like clothes and toys and just yes, clothes, shoes, every like we had his sizes and stuff. That's beautiful. Okay. And then so what did what did <coughs> last year or two thousand seventeen, what did you do well, then? It went to our friend who had cancer. Oh, wow, okay. And so this person was um a, a, another another young person like you guys? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Sir. And boy or girl? Boy. All right. And is he doing better? Uh, I believe so. Okay. All right. So this helped them in some uh, important ways too, huh? That's yeah. fantastic. And so this last year, what did you do? You made you made $1,000 worth of bows? Yes, sir. Okay. What happened to me? What did you do with it? I mean, that's a lot of money, guys. We donated it to the Dizzyard Street Shelter that... Um, because they were going to make a like a hospitality room where people could stay the night. Yes. And sleep there. And so for those that are listening that may not be familiar with the Desert Street Shelter, that's one of the two shelters in central Louisiana or I'm sorry, northeast Louisiana that helps with um serving the homeless people of Washita Parish and the, and the surrounding areas. And so our church has been involved with them, but what what uh, what drew you to this project this year? What what just how did you know about that? How did you hear well, about it? Our church does a lot with it, and we like helped with it before. And so my mom called, and we took a tour, and we like knew that that's where we wanted to put our money. Awesome. Okay. And so uh, now I've gotten to know y'all through ministry here at First Methodist Monroe, but I didn't know that you were doing so many cool things with this this bow project. Uh, how did you get started in making Christmas bows for other folks? Well, um, my sister, Annie, she wanted to, like, do um, a wrapping paper business. Okay. And so we started out, like, wrapping presents, and then that just became too much. So then she, um, oh, I think it was we ran out of bows, so we had to Google how to make bows. Oh, okay. And then they didn't look very good, so my mom stepped in, and she, she like, helped us, and we got all the stuff, and we 
stopped selling wrapping presents and we pretty much just made bows. Awesome. And and people loved them, yes. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> now, I popped over back during the holidays, yeah, and did. I saw the table, and it looked like it was covered in bow-making supplies. Mm-hmm. So how early do you have to, how early do you start we, making bows? We do like a Christmas in July thing, where for like a weekend, we just like make bows, and, oh, and if our smart. grandmother comes over. And it's really good because we like, whenever it comes time for Christmas, we can like get orders out faster. Okay, so you're already ahead of it, ahead of December when December comes in. Yeah, but that doesn't, and but then we still have because we that can only make like 100, 200 bows, and so we still have to like make bows, like a lot of. Bows. And so you get to work with grandma on this, your grandmother, mm-hmm. and then yes. you get to work with your mom. Help some too, mm-hmm. and does your little brother help? No, no, no. he just <laughs> the opposite of whatever. Helped. He destroys. He's chaos. Yes. Sir. So he comes in and creates a mess, and you have to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sir. That's okay. That's what little brothers are for. He likes to cut things. Okay. So you give him some scraps and let him cut those. All right. So you make all these bows. You do a weekend, a Christmas weekend in July, and you find a different group to give them away to. Um, Did you, I mean, did you, how did you, how did you think of the idea that, you know what, I can do something to help somebody else? Where, Where did that come from? Well, we've always, like, been told like just help others and be kind when we were growing up so I was just like oh well we can just do this yeah and help them I love it okay if we're gonna like make bows and make all that money it wouldn't like we don't need it and other people do so I don't know why we would even keep it awesome and so you're you're using your gifts to share with other people, and and um, you're you're helping. This is the beautiful part of it. If I'm if I'm seeing it correctly, you're not only helping the people you give the money to, but you're giving somebody uh, a well-made bow to put on their gift, so they can bring a smile to their friends and loved ones. Huh? Have you thought about that as well? <laughs> no, you haven't. You haven't thought about that. Have you heard from people about the bows that you make? Yes, sir. They, I think they like them. Do you have people who come back and buy bows every year? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. I think they like them, too. That's a good sign. So are you staying at $1 for a little while? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. New customers might have to pay $2. <laughs> no. And your old customers can still get them for a dollar. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, well, tell me about why, when you do this, uh, how do you think this fits into you as as a as a child of God, how do you how do you think this fits into you being someone who helps others in the name of Jesus? Well, God made us and everything for free, and so we give them money for free. Yeah, like kind of like that. You like you're sharing God's grace. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah, I. I I understand what you're saying there. Have you thought about this as uh, Amelia? Have you thought about this as honoring God in some way too? Well, I think it makes God happy that we're not like being selfish and like taking all that money. Yeah. For us and just like that we're spreading it 
and we're like spreading his word. Amen. No, that's good. That's good. So let me ask you, this is probably the what I hope to be the neatest part. Have you had friends ask you about this project, like this this work y'all do? Hey, are y'all making bows again this year? Yes. And and have you told them that story about how you've been able to help kids at school, help your friend who had cancer, the Sear Street Shelter? Have you told them that story? Yes, sir. It's like anyone asks, like, what the money is for or, like, what... Like, like, why do we do that? That's what we tell them. Okay. And what has been their response? Do you, and can you share with me? Are they excited? I mean, is They're, it... like, um, shocked, I guess. Like, yeah. they're like, whoa, that's a really good. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and so I, I'm looking at it, and I'm saying, I'm, I'm 43, okay? And I'm looking at it, and I'm saying, here are these two young ladies who aren't even in high school yet. One of them's in middle school. Or no, you're, I mean, junior high. junior high, middle school, yeah. Other one in elementary school, and y'all are already making a huge difference for other people. And so keep up the good work. Um, I think what's cool about this is, have you had any friends try anything like this on their own? Have they said, you know what, Amelia and Annie are making bows, I'm going to do this? Uh, a couple people at our school are selling popsicles. To mm-hmm. give to the the um, animal shelter. Okay, so they're they're saying we can make a difference too, and we don't have to be wait until we're grown up and have a job and all that. We can do that now. Great. Mm-hmm. Well, did y'all ever think that you might inspire other people to do something like this? Yes. <laughs> no. Well, you kind of have. Uh, in some ways. And then all the adults who are buying your bows are pretty excited. Do you have kids buying your bows too? Mm-hmm. Mostly the adults, yeah. Because kids have to go and find the money. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, they don't, I don't know if they have presents to give to people. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Because if they're going to get the presents, who's going to buy them? Yeah. Probably mom and dad, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited. Uh, have you talked about, I know it's only February. Have you talked about this next year yet? Or are you taking a break? We just wait till like November, and like we start making them before Thanksgiving, but we don't advertise them till like December because, or else we wouldn't be able to like keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's a limit to how many you can do. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna make them right, that makes sense. Okay. Well, what are you hoping? What are you hoping will come out of this? Well, we hope that. Um, that we'll just be able to raise a lot of money so we can, like, like, make somebody really happy. Awesome. Do some good? Yes, Okay. Well, I hope you will, you know, tell your story, too, because I think uh, the best part about this, um, obviously the dollars are good that you're able to give to people in need, but I want to encourage you, the best part about this is that you tell people that they can make a difference today. They don't have to wait until they're grown up. They don't have to wait until they have the right job. They can just take the gifts that God's given them and do something good with it. And you you two are both doing that, so thank you very much. Anything else you want to say about this? I think that's it. That's it? Okay, well, look, I'm going to tell folks, if they want to find a Christmas bow made by Annie and Amelia Hunt this year, 
they can reach out to me, right? And mm -hmm. I will send them to your mom and dad. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yes, sir. Through Facebook? My mom's Facebook. Your mom's Facebook. My mom's name is Aaron Hunt. So, uh, Or you can just reach out to me here at First Methodist Monroe. Uh, we're on Loop Road. Um, our church would be glad to connect you with the Hunt family. And if you want to be a part of this cool ministry that is making a difference for others, this is a great way to do it. Okay. Proud of you both. Thank you very much for sitting down for this short episode of Everyday Saints Project. Ladies, keep telling your story because I think it's going to encourage other people to serve God in beautiful ways too. Okay? Bye. Thank you much. And you want to say goodbye to people? Bye, guys. Bye. All right. Isn't it great to get to just look in on someone's life early on and see how God is beginning to make uh, great things happen? It's exactly what we get a chance to do through this conversation with Amelia and Annie. And I'm so grateful that uh, I got to be a part of their story, to hear it, to sit down and talk with them. I hope you heard what Amelia said at one point. She said, we were always told to help others and be kind. Now, I know her mom and dad, they're good folks. I don't want to give, uh, especially dad, Ethan, the big head here, but uh, a good job, mom and dad. And, and that's, that's our role, to take the story of the Bible as, it, as we live it out and, and to share it with the generation to come bef behind us. Um, what a great job. They're, that's a great testament. It's got to be a win, especially as you have uh, children and you're raising them in this hectic world. There are moments where we certainly wonder if we're getting it all right. And, and here you have uh, one, of your, one of your children say something like that. It's like, yes, something I did, right? And then there was another moment uh, where we were talking about um, how they chose to do this and, and to honor others. And, and Annie said, well, God made us and everything for free. So we give them money for free. And she sounded a little unsure in her explanation, but, but she was exactly explaining what God does for us in, in his grace through Jesus Christ. We receive this amazing gift for free. And it's only, only, only through that grace that we understand that we, we've got to go out and share it for free, our love for others. Not because of anything they do for us, but because of, of who they are as a child of God. I think these girls are doing awesome stuff. I hope you enjoyed this, this shorter conversation with them. Uh, I look forward to seeing over the next few seasons. I hope they continue this work. Uh, and if you want to get a bow, you can reach out to me, as I, as I kind of talked about with them. Reach out to me here at the church at firstmethodistmonroe.com. Uh, you can email me. Uh, you can find me very easily on Facebook, Sean Hornsby. I'm here in Monroe, West Monroe, Louisiana. And, uh, of course, Everyday Saints Project, I've got some ways to get in touch with me there. You can find me through through the podcast as well. This is a, a fun thing, and I hope that you'll, you'll begin to look around at the stories that are being lived out uh, not only through your life, but through the lives of your, your friends and loved ones, and realize that as believers in Christ, we, we have these amazing stories to tell other people. It may not, it may not ever become like a made-for-TV movie or a great best-selling novel or anything, but they're stories that inspire, they're stories that uh, convict us, they're stories that um, uh, give us encouragement, all of these things. And, and any time that God is at work, we need to proclaim that 
if nothing else, because God has been faithful to us, we need to be faithful to him. And so thank you for listening. Uh, Watch over the next few weeks. I'm trying to get a little more consistent. I've got some great people lined up to sit down with, and I'll post some more. And I want to encourage you, continue, tell your story. And remember, it's not for those who will hear it, at least not alone, but for the God who, who creates you and who loves you through your story. Amen, and we'll talk to you later.